Hey, stop. Don't fast forward. Hey, listen, we have a big announcement about today's podcast. So today's podcast um, was recorded at Matrix Destination. And sometimes when we do these live events, we don't get a lot of time with, with the artist. And today's an example of that. Um, we only got 20 minutes with uh, Danielle Kiesling and we got 20 minutes with Desmond Murray. So what we did is we actually squished it together. We've created one podcast, two great artists. We really hope you enjoy. Hey, so in case you missed it, last week we announced that we're going to be at Hair Love 2020, um, Hair Love Retreat 2020. We're super, super stoked about being there. And, uh, and Elizabeth was kind enough to give us $500 off. I know, that's awesome, right? And also, we want to hear from you guys. Who would you like us to interview while we're there? Because we will be doing interviews. We're pretty excited because we uh, we have a bunch of our friends there. Um, I know like uh, Naha winner Erica Keelan and uh, Darina's going to be there. We love Darina. She's the best, man. Yeah, she's super cool. Um, uh, Maddie, Maddie Conrad's going to be there. Pretty little hombres. Miss Jamie, uh, Maine Ivy, uh, Olivia Smalley, Shelly Gregory, uh, Jenny Streeby. You know, Jenny, she just, uh, she just founded, uh, Air, which, uh, which is picked up by Salon Centric. But you know who else is going to be there? And I hope we get a chance to talk to her. That's Kia Neal. Kia Neal has started like the texture revolution or, or certainly she's talking about it. Yeah, totally, dude. And, you know, DM us. Let us know who, who you want us to talk to. And uh, we definitely uh, would love to have you guys join us as well. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we have we have a special code for you. Elizabeth was kind enough to give us $500 off, and that code is Hairdustry Hair Love. So if you go to the HairLoveRetreat.com podcast, just put in Hairdustry Hair Love as your code. You're going to get $500 off. What's up, brother? Hey, man. I want to uh, give a big thanks to uh, our sponsors uh, today. Thank you, Schedulicity. Thank you so much for doing what you do for our industry. You give so much love. You give so much love to us. We want to uh, thank you from the bottom of our heart. Well, uh, in 2019, they changed the industry, right? They changed the industry with both Schedulicity Cares by giving away $5,000 a month to a hairdresser and some barbers, right? And uh, with Schedulicity Pays. Yeah, and Schedulicity Pays was huge. Ginormous. Yeah, and, and it definitely, definitely will save you money. Yeah. No I mean, doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, a 1.99% processing fee and for 10 cents a, a swipe. I mean, you do your research. You can't find better. No, and a free card reader. And a free card reader, that's right, <laughs> which is integrated right into the app, right? So you don't have to leave the app. Everything is, uh, is right there for you. Yeah, and also we want to bring to the family. Yeah, so uh, we're also excited to talk about uh, salon scales and welcome them, um, and then they give you the price, which then in turn you you uh, you you forward to your to your uh, client. So what they're doing is they're doing labor and product. So you charge for your labor, you know, you charge X amount, you know, per per hour, and then you're also um, charging for your product. But they kind of walk you through that. But more importantly to me is you see exactly how much product you're using. And, and exactly how much product that, it, that it's costing you, right? So, like, I know, for instance, like, I was way undercharging, like, for either a gloss or, or, or for a toner because I was using more product than I was actually charging for it. So, you know, for years and years and years, I've been losing money with those services. Well, now I've, I've readjusted my, schedule, my, my pricing, so now I can, I can make some more money on, on, on those products. Or so, not lose money. <laughs> not lose money. Exactly. I mean, literally, it's crazy when you do a gloss and now it's costing you money. You know, that, that's, that's just silly to it's think like about. like taking your car to a mechanic and they charge you for labor and not for parts. Exactly. Right. You know, exactly. So now now they've given us the ability to charge for that. Um, and, and again, just for me, the, the biggest aha for me was just the awareness of, of, of what these products are actually costing me because I had no clue before. A really, uh, another really cool thing about Salon Scales is that you just put in whatever product line that you're using. And, and it's already preset in the, uh, in the app. You just go to their website and you go, hey, I'm using this product line, that product line, this product line. And it just, it automatically puts it in the app for you. So when you're, when you're weighing your, your product, you just boop, 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 boop. And even if like, like because we're independent, what do you got to do? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> because we're independent, you know, we use, we use, it's not just one product line that we use or one color line that we use. Like I use, um, I use Schwarzkopf uh, Lightner, but I use Redken um, uh, shades and it's, and you're able to put all those products in there so you can weigh exactly, uh, exactly what you, uh, what you want. So they're making it super easy for you. They're making it incredibly easy for you and you're saving money and you can actually make money because I think I said earlier, you can, you can set the price 
to whatever you want to charge for that. Meaning like if a tube of color is costing you $10, you can mark it up so it's $20. So when you forward that to your client, that um, little bit of a, a, a margin there as well. It's, it's so great. Um, again, just thank you very much, Salon Scales. Thank you for being on board with us. And, uh, and we can't wait to see how you guys change the industry in 2020. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best bud, Tone. What's up, man? What's up, brah? Well, once again, we're at uh, we're in uh, Orlando, Florida with Matrix Destination, so thank you very much, Matrix, for bringing us out today. Huge thank you. We appreciate you. We do appreciate you. Uh, real quick, um, uh, at these events, we get to meet very, very cool, very, very successful people, so we're excited about that because we got another killer in the house. Yep. Seven time nominated. Naha. Uh-huh. <laughs> From the Naha Awards, we have 2018 Hairdresser of the Year sitting in our seat right here. Dude, mind blown, right? Mm-hmm. Why are we so lucky? Why are we so lucky to get to talk to these killers? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I ask myself that every day. Yeah, I don't like, know. What in the world? I, I hope nobody uh, uh, sells us out and <laughs> tells but, us how stupid we really are. Yeah, the person <laughs> sitting here, though, man, she's, 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 she's doing big things creating big things for other people and uh uh dude she's a killer man she, she's a killer artist she's got a killer heart and uh and just very grateful to have her in, in in the salon and like i said we have very limited time with her so uh let's go ahead and get in today we're going to talk to danielle kiesling and um and she's going to share some uh some, some some cool stuff with us you know yep so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna lean on you to guide the conversation but miss danielle kiesling welcome to your day off oh my gosh thank you for having me oh so Quick bullet point, where are you from? Originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I live in South Carolina right now, though. Whoa, Whoa. two things. One, (laughs) Minneapolis is killing it, man. The hairdressers that are there is amazing. It's a great city. Did you come up in, like, the Aveda world? I actually did. Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I was born and raised with Aveda, and that's actually where I got my retail background and really understood the business side of the industry. Mm. Wow. Welcome to the East Coast. Yeah. Now I'm a Southern girl. Yeah. Yeah. Now you are? Now I'm a Southern girl. (laughs) Cold cold to hot. (laughs) Yeah. I've been in South Carolina for over 20 years now. Oh, really? Yeah. What part of South Carolina? South Carolina. Hilton Head Island. So, yeah, my family lives That's the greatest place ever, man. I know. I'm in between Savannah and Charleston. So, they're both amazing cities. That's so dope. So, I I mentioned it in the intro. Like, you know, you were nominated seven times for the Naha. I think I must have not updated my bio. Uh, Oh, (laughs) snap. I'm a a little late. I'm a little late. No, (laughs) it's probably my fault. I've been so busy. (laughs) So, no, I think I've been nominated uh, almost 12 times uh, with teams as well. So That all counts. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. How was was it winning winning the 2018 Hairdresser Award? Uh, It was amazing. It was surreal, really, honestly. I've I've worked in this industry for a really long time, and um, gosh, I've been a hairdresser behind the chair for 21 years now. And you know, I just I got into editorial work, and then I started working for brands. I opened up my own salon, so I really wanted to partner with brands and get that education and have that background. And then I started, you know, entering Naha and. I think with Naha, it just it's one of those competitions that it keeps you fresh, it keeps you relevant, and it mm. keeps you really setting a goal for yourself every year. So for me, Naha is not about really competing against other hairdressers. It's it's really making sure that I stay relevant and that I research what's really happening in the industry and that right. I'm continually setting goals for myself to keep evolving in the industry. Um, and then, you know, I've been nominated a bunch before I won the Hairstylist of the Year, and I, I hadn't brought home a trophy yet. So that was that was a great, a great trophy. So, yeah. Wow. It's the best of the best. It's the best. It was the best (laughs) feeling, trust me. And honestly, the best um, way to receive it was through Sam Villa. He's a really good friend of mine. And um, I knew when he opened that envelope. That was it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Man, I can't imagine what it was like when uh, your name crosses Sam Villa's lips, right? Like, just like the... Oh, how incredible that is. Yeah, no, it's like I replay it in my mind. I'm getting emotional talking about it now, You're but he's a good guy. He's oh, the best. We man. love Sam. We do yeah. love Sam, and we're uh, we're very fortunate that we're actually doing a um, we're uh, doing an, an event with him in September. So uh, ah. we're pretty stoked about that. Great. Yeah, it's like uh, 
we are, we're doing an event called Presley Poe and Friends, and, and he's going to be the, uh, the the friend of uh, of Presley's when we do the event. Fantastic. It's really cool. You're pretty excited about it. Nice. Pretty excited about working Dear with him. Dear friend. It's so great. So let's talk about, you know, Beyond the Ponytail. This this You come up with Beyond the Ponytail. How did that come about, and how did this... Let's talk about that a little bit. So actually, um, Beyond the Ponytail it was founded by my girlfriend, Angela Catiana. And she has really, she's she's just an amazing person. She has just created this amazing platform to celebrate hairstylists. And with her and I meeting in the last year and working together, um, she actually reached out to me. That's the power of social media, right? Mm-hmm. So we all are connected on social media and we're all... You know, we can kind of figure out, like, who our friends are on social <laughs> media, even if we don't know them in person. And, you know, we network and we talk. And her and I were talking quite a bit on social media, on Instagram. And she interviewed me via social media um, about my Naha Award. And once we started chatting via email, uh, it was relevant. I, I actually work with an extension company as well. So I'm the creative director for Great Links USA. And when I was building platforms and education platforms for them, I thought, you know, her aesthetic and what she celebrates is really what, um, what is my aesthetic and what I love and also what is, uh, what is, works with Great Links and as well as Matrix. So we got on a call and it, that's like the end of the story. We, literally just talked for three days straight i think and um we've been creating education platforms for brands now since then and we've met a couple times out like away from shows and it's like you get us together for three days and i think out of 72 hours we probably talk 68 of them so (laughs) (laughs) and so we decided that it would be a really great idea to partner together and so now we have just launched uh hair biz and beyond so hair biz and beyond is the editorial side of beyond the ponytail and it's a company and platform that's going to celebrate hairdressers that really want to get into editorial work, um, whether that looks like a session stylist career or somebody that wants to create a collection um, for publication, as well as creating collections for Naha. And it's, it's really a platform that we, we're not, we don't have a set agenda. So, you know, we're, we're coaching, we're mentoring, we're also doing one-on-one coaching via Skype and via phone, but there's no agenda set for us. It's really about her um, expertise and my expertise in the industry and really giving hairdressers what they want, what they want independently and within that realm of editorial, within that realm of competition and um, even if you want to work for brands. So we can we can guide you and mentor you for that too. Literally, it's helping uh, hairdressers take take their game to that next level. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's, you know, it's my passion, you know, being an educator and being with Matrix for the last eight years, I guess. um, You know, I just I got into education because I was I owned a salon and nothing made me more happy and more excited than when my assistant finally got to the floor. So I kept training assistants, training assistants, training assistants, built my brand, built my salon and you know i just i thought okay now what's next wow. i'm a goal-oriented person and you know i thought i'm i'm i don't want to just be working in the salon forever so i got back into education and then it just kind of led from there so i worked my way up through matrix i actually came in at the bottom um i was a level one when i came into matrix almost eight years ago and just worked my way through the platforms and you know did a did it the hard way. <laughs> did it the old-fashioned <laughs> way. It you earned old it. the old-fashioned way. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so incredible that um, that you know, we're seeing it more and more in the industry. How we um, how the industry is helping the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Like you as an individual are helping other individuals, and it's not kind of like. It's not kind of going through any other channels, right? It's like, and that's the, like you said, that's the beauty of social media is like, you know, not only can people reach out to you, but you can reach out to people too, um, to, 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 to help coach them and stuff. And I find that amazing because, I mean, I think 
you know, there's always, there's a lot of negative, you know, people talk a lot of negative about social media, but, but really, I think, I think if you weigh it out, the beauty of it way much more outweighs the, uh, the, the negative of it. And a hundred percent, I think it's irrelevant. I mean, like social media is what it is. It's going to be here, right? Yeah. Like just like the world changes, like you have to adapt to it. So I, you know, of course it's something that is, it was never I didn't get where I am because of social media. I, I did it the old-fashioned way, right? right? But when social media became such a big thing, you know, I also wasn't upset about it. Like, I think it's a fantastic platform, and I, I really have met so many amazing artists and friends that I've mm -hmm. become really close with via social media, and Angela's one of them. I mean, I would have never... We, our paths were so different in the industry that, you know, if it wasn't for social media, they, they might not have crossed. Yeah, we've, we have a lot of friends that we haven't quite met in real life yet that we're, <laughs> that we're excited to meet. True story. Uh, but, you know, we, we feel like we're best friends or, you know what I mean? We've been friends for such a long time and, and, and we can totally relate to that. And that's such a beautiful story how you two... Because you said you, you talk 68 hours out of 72, <laughs> that, you know, you have that kind of friendship and that connection before you even, you know what I mean, yeah. decided to, to, to meet in real life or to, to start a business together. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic thing. And, we, you know, when you meet those people that you just mesh with, you have to celebrate it and keep on going. And it's funny because you said you met a lot of friends. You started at level one. You met a lot of friends. Uh, and you talk pretty highly about the rest of the artistic team and Matrix. But... Everybody that we've talked to, uh, part of the Matrix team, says the exact same thing about you. They 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 speak such high uh, compliments to you. Oh, that's so sweet. No, and I mean, you know, the thing is for me, it's I look at this. Our Matrix team is a real family. I mean, everyone is so close. We have each other's backs, and you know, we all come from a different a different area, a different walk of life, a different situation in the industry. But I think that the one thing with our team is that we really celebrate each other's differences and we're able to, you know, appreciate and learn from each other. And I think that that's what's so important. And I, I really look at this brand as very, um, there's, there's, it's egoless, you know, we don't really have not many people can say that about a, a team and we really don't have that with our team i was, I, I was a just a trophies though a lot i mean between her and chris man that's like uh, that's like 50 percent of the ones that have been won in the last Even 10 years desmond yeah. and all yeah. those guys yeah. I was I was actually just about to say that uh, about the ego list. It's like if you've ever been in a room, this room has permission to have ego. But if you meet any one of them, especially as an as individuals, man, there's just it's just not there. Yeah. At least I haven't seen it. You know, maybe, maybe you've seen someone has seen it, but I, I've never seen it. And you know, there, it, it's a great great team. Yeah. You know. And, no, and, and I, you know, being part of it, you're like oh, we're the best team in the industry, you know, of course everyone's going to say that when they're part of a team, but, sure. you know, when you can step back and look at it and go, you know what, damn, we're actually, we're, we are. <laughs> we, <laughs> I, I'm, I, and I don't say that with ego. I say it with, like, right. um, a really acknowledgement to my fellow teammates. And, 100%. you know, it's really a, it's a celebration of what they've done. And anyone from Christopher Bunsen, who's, wins Naha or is nominated every year that I think I've known him <laughs> to, you know, someone like Philip and Alfredo. And they, they've taught me so much about social media that I, I'm so grateful for. And I, I could never learn or it would take me hours to learn. And, you know, Alfredo right. or Eric has showed me how to edit a video in literally a minute. So there's, there's so many compartments coming together in this industry and just making each other stronger and actually this year I I, um, I don't know if Alfredo's told you or you guys have interviewed him but we we did a whole whole coaching thing and I mentored him to shoot for Naha and um, we didn't get in but it's I okay. I do know that like we're gonna hit it hard again next year and you know we have some amazing collections because of it that will be published worldwide so that's amazing yeah. that's amazing so 
I'm just trying to figure out how you have all this time. Do you still have the salon <laughs> in South Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, that's another thing. That's another part of the hair the hair biz and beyond is um, I sold my salon for profit uh, two years ago. Wow. Well, a year and a half ago. And one of the biggest misconceptions, I think, in this industry is um, you can't, you know, like if you're ready to give up your salon, you just walk away. And I just don't believe in that. We work way too hard to build that business and those books and those clients. And um, if you do it right and really think of it as a business and not just a place to go to work that you can control the environment, you're really business driven towards it. You can make tons of money owning a salon mm -hmm. and you can turn around and sell it for a great profit. And fortunately my salon supported my journey in the last five years to really go down the path and education that I wanted to do. So I, you know, I'm so grateful that I had that experience. I don't think I'll ever own a salon again, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, it, it's, it was an amazing experience, to be honest, and it's still, it's crazy successful to this day. I know the owner, she was my manager, and um, yeah, it's a great, great thing. That's awesome. I mean, huge bravo just to like pull a profit out of a salon, because you don't hear about that much. Yeah. Every know? year, every year we open those doors, um, it increased, and it increased a lot. So mm. I, you know, again, going back to my Aveda background, I really learned how to how to run a business. That's one thing that they were incredibly good at is, you know, educating hairdressers on how to educate your clients, you know, and that was a huge, huge thing for me. Well, so. I'm going to commit you to uh, having a podcast about how to run a business because oh, yeah. I, I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, I loved it. So. Yeah, well, we'll get around getting in, like we said in the beginning of the, of the podcast, you know what I mean? This is um, a quick uh, 30 minute podcast mm -hmm. on just what she's up to now, but, um, you know, get her back on and really understand who, you know, Danielle, uh, Kingsley it really is, you right. know what I mean? Get into her life story. So we're really looking forward to that. So, so what, I what are you up to next? Uh, or what is, uh, you know, hair biz and beyond up to next? Yeah. So we're launching our classes, um, actually, by the end of Destination, we will have our first class date and location out. I put Angela, I said, we're just doing it. We're just going to jump. You know, everybody always wants to be perfect mm -hmm. when they do something, and I don't believe in that. Like, I didn't get where I'm at being perfect. I just went. So we're going to launch that. Um, it's We've already launched, but we're going to put that on the calendar, get that out on social media. I know we have a ton of people that are DMing me and asking and ready. Um, and we're actually going to spend the next year cultivating that. So we'll be teaching uh, satellite classes all over the United States and actually in Europe, um, talking about day classes, how to get published, how to create a team, where to even start, how to write a press release, how to actually oh, wow. do it. And, you know, I came from a small town. I'm, I wasn't in New York when I became a session artist. So how do you work even in a small town in the United States? And if that's your passion, how do you accomplish it? So do you have dates set up for those classes? Already? Not yet. We're going to be launching. Well, we'll release them on Tuesday. So there was a lot of how do's. So how do we find you? So on Instagram, we're on, it is at hairbiz and beyond. Um, and then my personal Instagram is danielle.keesling. And we will, we have a website up. It's still under construction right now at hairbizandbeyond.com as well. So keep checking. We are going to be, it's going to be a jam packed year. So excited. that's awesome. Yeah. That's really exciting. You know, Miss Danielle. That was like the quickest one ever, but you know, like <laughs> we got a lot in. We got yeah. a lot in. Thank you so much, and, and and we are going to commit you to to bringing you on, even if it's through a Zoom call. But but we really really want to get to know you and get to know your heart and get to know your journey. Um, at least I'm I'm way more intrigued now than I was even before you walked in the door. So oh, thank you for that. I um, love that. But 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 thanks for hanging out with us, and um, you know, thank you for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best bud. What's up, man? What's up, bro? Uh, well, once again, we're at Matrix Destination, so uh, we want to give a huge thank you to uh, Matrix um, for bringing us out and for uh, putting us up in this uh, this fabulous uh, 
I don't know, what is it, a resort? It feels like a compound. But yeah, it does. I think, it, it's, I think it's they call huge. it a resort. I know right. it's huge, yeah. right? With all the restaurants and stuff. Um, yeah, mad thank you to Matrix. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, we're in Orlando, Florida, and uh, that's where, Ma- I think, I guess Matrix destination is down here every year. Yeah, and which is nice because it's 75 degrees outside, and where we're from, it's, uh, you know, what, snowing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Lucky we didn't get snowed in, right? Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. So, um, so because of this kind of thing, we uh, we only have a couple minutes with each artist. So I think we want to get right in. Um, the artist that we're talking to today, I actually met for the first time at BTC, and uh, he was on stage with one of our incredibly uh, uh, fa- most incredible favorite uh, artists, and um, Vivian McKinder. Oh man, Vivian. Yeah, right. Love Vivian. Uh-huh. You know. So I, uh, you know, he uh the guy that we're about to talk to uh i mean he has some serious awards that back him up and some serious skill too i mean let's be honest you have to have serious skill if you're going to sit next to vivian mckinder oh that's true she doesn't (laughs) let any she doesn't let any louse like us sit next to her at an event or anything you know right (laughs) so you know this dude is a actually i think i think i think if i'm not mistaken did he jump on vivian (laughs) I'm pretty sure at BTC, like, uh, like he jumped on Vivian, and like she was so like shocked by by, by, by the assault. I think we can call it an assault, but it was an assault in front of like, yeah, I don't know, five thousand people. Giving him a piggyback ride. Or is that what you're saying? He wanted that, I think. Uh, so, so today our guest is is, is Desmond Murray, and. Uh, 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 once again, please, if you don't follow Desmond, give him a uh, give him a follow, and I'm sure he'll give us his Instagram handle. But um, but he also gave me the cue that we messed up the whole Matrix destination thing. So let's bring him in, and then he can correct us. Right. So, uh, Mr. Desmond Murray, welcome to your day off. Thank you very much, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> What's up, buddy? All right. So so when we were given the uh, Matrix destination thing, you were shaking me off. What was that all about? So you said um, that Matrix have it here every year. Um, no, it changes every year. So it's a totally different place, totally different country, maybe wherever, wherever. But it's not here every year. No, no. This is. But, it, but um, it's an annual event. It's not. It's like, an annual okay. event. Yeah, it's been going for as far as I know. It's been going for four, four, five years. Um, I've been with Matrix for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my first global show, so I am super excited and. Um, the whole event is absolutely huge. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think, you know, the attendees, obviously, you know, they come here, they see all the shows, they see um, all the all the bits that we've got for them. However, I don't think they n- fully understand or know the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes. Apparently, I found out about this a year ago, and then it was phone calls upon phone calls, and then... Um, towards the latter part of the year, we came for rehearsal, so we were right. here for a week. And That um, was in November, right? That's right, yes, it was. Um, and that was amazing within itself. So I got to meet the, the rest of the international team. I knew some of them anyway. Uh-huh. Um, however, I got to meet everyone, and what was really nice, any concerns that you had, because I kind of, um, when I got asked to do this, I'm thinking, wow, it's like this is like really big, and to be honest, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but you know, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll rock up and do what I do best, which is hair, obviously. So, um, you know, I um, mean, your, your work speaks for itself, you know. Thank you, you very you might, much. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we were talking about earlier, Matrix has put together such a, a dynamic artistic yes, team, I agree. Right? Yes. And, and, and you're right there in the mix, brother. <laughs> Thank you're you right. very much. Um, what's really nice as well, um, there's a gallery outside where everyone does their interpretation of like their work mm-hmm. and um, just to see all the heads on a mannequin across in the gallery, just to see the array of talent here is phenomenal oh. um, and I'm so proud to be part of it. That's that's absolutely brilliant. Okay, enough of that. What did Vivian say when you uh, when you oh attacked God, her? No, <laughs> well, guys, guys. Okay, okay. Let's let me let me go through the whole story. Okay, so the deal was I met Vivian about a year ago. I knew of her, and I I know in my eyes Vivian's an absolute legend. Um, so she came to London to do a seminar, and I went to the seminar and. What was really great, me and Vivian really got on because 
Um, I do fo- I do photographs as well. I've been doing it since the eighties. Mm-hmm. So Vivian had a bit where she had a, the computer wasn't working or something, and I helped out and stuff. And we just clicked and we got on. So what was great? Um, I was lucky enough to get through to five categories of behind the chair to the finals. And I for, the, for the for the one shot award for the one shot, yes, yeah, that's yeah. right, yes. So I thought to myself, the finals were in Washington. I thought, you know what, I'm going to go because. I've got three to five. I mean, the least I could do is turn up, <laughs> you know. And what are the odds, you know? If I'm up for five awards, hopefully, if I'm very lucky, I might get one. Right. So that was my train of thought. So I called Vivian up and I says, um, Viv, um, oh no, I emailed her actually because I didn't even have her number. I says, um, hi, Vivian. Oh, I, can, I can give that to you. <laughs> I've got it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I says to her, I says, hi, Viv. I says, um... Your seminar was amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and she was up for an award as well at the one shot. So I says, are you going to the one shot? So she sent me an email back and she says, yes, I'm going to one shot, but I've got an idea. Um, would you uh, mind coming a week before doing a shoot for me? And then we'll drive down to Washington um, with another hairdresser as well. And, and we'll go to the awards together. And I went, oh my God, I'm going to do a shit for I'm like, wow, <laughs> like a legend. And then, and then she says, we'll do a trade-off. I'll teach you some bits and then you do the shoot for free. And I went, yeah, of course, I'm up for it. Of course I am. Right. I've got nothing to lose. So um, we've done exactly that. So uh, we went a week before. She lives in New York. She lives in the Hamptons, actually, which is, oh, she's got a rock star house, her and her husband, really cool. Anyway, um, and she's got a studio at the back of the house. So we've done this amazing shoot, and she taught me some really cool techniques. And then me, her, and another guy, we drove down to Washington. It was a great, great drive. It took about six hours, and mm-hmm. that was really cool. Anyway, so um, we're the, we, 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 we got there. We didn't even know where the venue was. We found the venue, and <laughs> we're, we're walking around. And then, lo and behold, we saw Antoinette Binders. So Antoinette Binders used to work at Trevor Sorby as well as sure. as, um, as Vivian. Vivian. So, um, and I know Antoinette, and we and Antoinette are really good friends because we do, used to do shows together, et cetera, et cetera. So um, we're like, oh my God, it's like, and we all took our pictures together yeah. and stuff. And then we found out that we're, um, we're all going to give an award out. So. Viv and Antoinette were going to give an award out, and then I was going to give an award out separately. So, so on the night, so me, Viv, and Antoinette, we sat together, and I says to both of them, I says, this is a bit weird. I says, hold on a minute. You're giving, you're going to, wouldn't it be funny, because they had to give an award, one of, one of the categories that I was up for, they're giving an award out for that category. And I says to them, wouldn't it be funny if I won that category? Anyway, we, when we left it at that, that was that was how it was left. So I went up to give my award that to whoever won, mm-hmm. and then two awards later, they were hand, they were gonna um, announce the, the 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 category that I'm in. So <laughs> and the winner, they went and the winner is, and honestly, Vivian goes, I can't believe this, and then I literally, you know, when you all the blood just rushes out of your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, Desmond Murray. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and it wasn't because I won the award. It was because those two, Vivian and Antoinette, were giving me the award. <laughs> <laughs> so my brain just exploded. So oh I ran God. up on stage and pointed at both of them. I was <laughs> just literally, and you know, I didn't do it. I can't even remember what happened. I was just so excited. <laughs> you jumped on her back. Well, no, I, didn't come to <laughs> I know. Oh I was God. so embarrassing. <laughs> I, I, I can't. You know, I kept. I keep apologising to her about it. And it's, just, it's just so bad. <laughs> however, however, guys, on a more optimistic note, so that was great, and I was really happy. I said to myself. Great, I've come here and I'm really glad I'm going back to England with one award. I'm really happy with that. So, right at the end, I thought all the categories were over that I was up for an award. So, right at the end, um, the men's category came up, men's international um, category. I can't even remember what it is. Anyway, so I all the, all the nominees came up and then they says, and the winner is Desmond Murray. 
I went, wow. <laughs> I was a bit more dignified this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God you didn't leave. You thought it was over. <laughs> well, do you know, it's, it's quite funny because I, um, I think, you know, an award of that calibre, it's kind of, it's absolutely massive. I didn't know how huge it was until I went there. And I'm like, oh my God. Do you know what, guys? Everything in America is huge. Like, everything. Like, even to walk from one side of this hotel <laughs> to the other side is about two miles. It's like, I've, I've put on loads of weight and I've lost loads of weight walking. So it's kind of equaled itself out. Anyway, um, yeah, back to the award. So, you know, um, on that night, was on. it was the most unbelievable night because I, I kind of thought I wouldn't have won anything. And I literally got to hang out with Viv and also Antoinette Binders, they gave me the award. And I've got another one on top of that. I'm like, life doesn't get any better than this. That's so amazing. yeah, no, it was it was a great experience, yes, yes. And, and when we're talking about this guy, you know, he, he represents, the year before that, he won- uh, Oh my God, you've done your homework, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the BHAs, man. The, the British Editing Award? Yeah, he That's won in that. Yeah, so- what, what, what Which category? So I was up, um, I think I was up for London and Men's. And um, now, I'll tell you a story about the whole, that whole shoot, the whole scenario. So I, um, I normally do a shoot specifically for the awards, yeah? And then I decided that, you know what, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to focus about on the awards. I'm just going to do beautiful images. So... I got inspired by, um, I went into a shop in London, in central London called, um, what's it called, Selfridges. And I walked past uh, a counter, uh, um, the counter and it's, um, there's a lady called Charlotte Tilsbury and she's a makeup artist. I don't know whether you've got Charlotte Tilsbury here. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What I saw though was some amazing images and um, there were beauty images, but they were absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had great makeup, great model, great hair. And I looked at them, I thought, you know what? This is what I got into hairdressing for in the first place, to do lovely, beautiful hair. And I've been doing hair over nearly 40 years now. <laughs> and, you know, I know. And I, I assisted. Dude, you look 25. I thought he was 25. Oh, yeah. thank you very much, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry to spoil it, but I'm a little bit older than that. That sounds cool, though. I'm liking that. I can run with that. Um, anyway, you know what? I like it too because we're usually the oldest people at the table. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I, I, do you know what? I we, we, we look the oldest. <laughs> I, I, no actually, I actually shouldn't admit that <laughs> in public. Anyway, so in the 80s, I used to work at Vidal Sassoon. And then after that, I assisted two fashion photographers. One was called Max Bradley. The other one was called Paul Panic. And I was with them for two years and they taught me everything about photography. So since that, I begin. I started doing my own images. I started taking my own pictures, and then I um. I decided to just literally just take it easy. Just do do it for your portfolio, not for a competition. And then after a while, I just thought, okay, I'm going to start doing my own pictures for my competitions. And I just took it slowly, took it easy, and then I started winning a few. And I thought, wow, this is quite cool. So anyway, the Bueller Endall, the Charlotte Tilsbury, brought me back to where what I got into this industry for, just to do lovely imagery and lovely hair. So that was a whole um, synopsis of why I start, I put this collection together. And I call it Hair Photography Imagery, and it's all on my social media. Um, and it's social media driven, and I literally right. put it on there. So what, Wait, I just, what's, what is that handle? It's Desmond Murray, at Desmond Murray. And there's another one, at Desmond Murray Photography. So there's two of them. So... Um, <clears throat> So what I've done, I went to a model agency and said, look, listen, um, I would love to get some really, really cool girls who want some great pictures who, um, where we can work together, we can do a test. And then I've got great makeup artists and I've got great clothes stylists and we've done exactly that. We've just done a test. So I got, we shot it in the actual agency. So I bought one light, so I bought one softbox. I bought my camera and I bought my computer and then I bought all my hair stuff and then I set up in a corner the, the backdrop and everything, got my hair stuff, one assistant, and I've got four models throughout the day. So we stagger the models. And all I focused on was just doing lovely, beautiful hair. 
and shooting them very classically, almost like an old school David Bailey feel about the, the collection. And it's all in black and white as well. So mm. um, I didn't have to worry about the color of the hair. All I had to do was just do lovely editorial, beautiful hair. Did you so, know going into the shoot that it was gonna be all black and white? Yes, yes, okay. that, that was the whole, that was that was the whole synopsis. Yeah, yeah. But it was just to crop them really tight to make them look really nice and beautiful, like something you see out of Vogue. That was my right. whole feel about the whole thing. So um, I decided um, last, the, the year that I won men's, I decided um, what I was going to do is to um, just do, I call it a pop-up shoot. So I've done a men's pop-up shoot and then I... A couple of the images looked amazing. So I thought, you know what? I'm not going to put them on social media. I'm going to keep those for the British Hairdressing Awards. So I've done a London shoot, especially for the awards, and I've done a pop-up shoot for the, um, for the British... For, for the, for the pop-up shoot, I kept the ones there and I entered them in the British Hairdressing Awards. And I said to the agency, if I get through to the finals, I'll pay for the images. And so we've done that deal, and that was right. great. And the makeup artists, et cetera, et cetera. So... Um, I did get through to the finals. I was quite shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so damn, I had to pay for it. <laughs> but anyway, um, what was nice? We shot another collection for the final because you shoot, you, you submit four photographs initially, and then for the final lot, you had to submit another four. Then the whole eight gets judged as a collection. So we do, I've done that. Um, and then what was funny for me was, to be honest, um, I weren't going to enter men's that year. But because I had those images, I just threw them in, just for a bit of fun. <laughs> right. As one does. As one does. <laughs> and lo and behold, um, the, 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 what I wanted to win, I wanted to win London. I didn't win London, but <laughs> um, I ended up winning men's, which, you know, for me, that told me a really important thing. Because what was really funny, the men's, there, weren't, there was no pressure shooting them. They were just beautiful images. With London, I tried, I tried really hard to so put something together. And instead of doing beautiful images generally, and it doesn't matter whether it's for a competition or not, that's what I should be focusing on rather than focus on doing hair for a competition. And that's what I've learned from that little exercise. Mm. And this year, I've done a pop-up shoot for both, for men's and also um, for London. And I got through to men's, London, and actually art team. Unfortunately, I didn't win anything, but <laughs> you can't win them all. Can you imagine? You got if a little I closer. I know, but can you imagine, though, if I did win something last, <laughs> last year, I would have won probably five awards because I won <laughs> two other awards before that as well. So I've done really well last year. So I won, um, I won two international ones, which is one shot. Mm -hmm. And then I won um, a really big one in England. It's, called, it's for Creative Head. And I won Trend, which is an amazing thing to win because Creative Head, there's two different competitions in, in England. <clears throat> so there's um, Hairdressers Journal do, um, do the, the BHA, British Hairdressing Awards, which is mm -hmm. the biggie. Um, and that's to focus on hairdressers, which is our little community that we've got. So the Creative Head Awards is focused on editorial which is a totally different, like the guys that do all the shows, like your Sam McKnight, your Guidos, your and Angela, I'm not, um, your Eugene Solomon, all of those guys, they look at they look at the British Hairdressing Awards as no, they don't touch it because it's it's not for them. Right. It's a it's a, I wouldn't say it's beneath them, but it's session stuff is a whole different world within itself. And to be honest, they drive our industry because without them. You know, we've got we've got stars that have their hair done, but we need the session guys so that we, we stay on trend. Yeah, and they're yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that keep us on trend and, and then it wickles down to... So um, the creative head is for the session guys. And um, again, I was up for two awards. Unfortunately, I wasn't there because I was in the States. I was working, I was working here in the States. But um, someone went for my shop and um, they texted me saying, oh, Desi didn't win. The, the one I wanted to win, I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a, there's a thing running through here, a thread <laughs> running through. And then, so I got this text and I went, oh, God, here we go again. Anyway, and I thought, that's fine, and, you know, it's fine, you know. I, and I didn't expect to win it anyway. Um, anyway, and then I got a text saying, Desi, you've won. And I'm like, 
is he drunk or something? <laughs> he just said, I haven't won. So I phoned him and um, he goes, Dave, you've just won trained. I went, no way. And so, yeah, so that was great. And that was after winning the one shot. And then after that, then I won um, a Hair Mag. They do an award and I won men's um, for that as what well. What do you think has happened? Like, I mean, like, it, like 2019 is certainly an apex when it comes to your awards and stuff. What do you think That's has happened the last year? I mean, like, like what have you learned over your career? Or, or, or I don't want to put words in your mouth, but, but kind of what's like, what do you think, think drove that? I think, um, you know, I think... If you look at the awards that I've won and 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 the 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 imagery that I've done for those awards that won, it's all based around that concept um, of the pop up shoot pop up shoot photography. Mm-hmm. It's all based around um, just doing beautiful images. Like and and I can't um, I can't stress enough that what I've learnt from doing that because. It's made me look at hair from a whole different perspective now. Um, even like the natural little things that you think, you know, are very easy to do are, mm. very, are not, Mm-mm. you know. And and to create beauty, beauty, it's it's very difficult to do that. So um, what I like, what I like is the fact that I think I've got into a niche where I've just literally tapped into it. Mm-hmm. And I've got loads more to give. Right. So I'm super excited for the future. And what's cool is that, you know, a lot, a lot of people, they, they do the hair, they can see the hair, and they usually hire somebody else to do the photography. This dude, won, he won awards in photography as well, not right. the... I've done your homework. <laughs> I'm so, really impressed. So this this guy, uh, you know what I mean. He, uh, not only is he creating it, but he can see it through the camera, through the lens. And uh, I, I, to me, I think once those two, I th- Murray, yes, well, that's, it, uh, that's what t- took him. I think yeah. to the, to the next level. I think you're absolutely right. Also, I think um, for me, I'm very competent in, and I'm, it sounds like I'm bragging, but. If anyone knows, well, why no. stop now? You've been doing it the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you ask me questions. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Nah, I'm you just have all the right. To have do so. You've earned it. You <laughs> definitely you earned it. Go ahead, go for um, it. I think throughout the years, and this is for anyone who's listening, and they they're just starting out. I think what's really important is pick your um, your role models really, really well, mm. because. I mean, hands on heart, for me, that's what's made me. That the, what, the reason why I'm here today is because of my role models that I've picked, and Vivian McKinley is one of them, to be right. honest. Um, so always go to the top. Like I remember when I when I started at Sassoon's, my dream was always to work at Vidal Sassoon, and I literally got into Sassoon's, and I I swear my first check I got from Vidal Sassoon it was like a silver. It had a silver um, Vidal Sassoon written on it. I was like, mm. oh, my God. I'm like, I'm not going to catch this. I'm thinking, but I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> and it was almost kind of, it was an honour working there because I, the, they taught me discipline, structure. They taught me cleanliness of haircuts. Mm. They taught me, they put the why behind the haircuts. Um, and again, with the photography side of things, the guys that taught me that, they gave me, they taught me so much. And it stuck with me through the rest of my life. And all I can say is, um, for those guys that are listening um, and thinking of getting into the industry, I think, you know what, hair's an amazing industry to get into. Mm. Especially these days. When I first started, it was just working behind a chair. These days, I mean, you know, what I do now, okay, I'll tell you my scale, what I do. I work in the salon three days a week. I work for Matrix. Um, so I do matrix shows, seminars, shoots, et cetera, et cetera. And now, obviously, I do a bit of global, which is unbelievable. <laughs> Can't even believe I'm here. Um, and then I do photography. But what's come with the photography is retouching, which is a whole... And I've had to learn wow. that. And that's taken me alone. That took me 20 years to master retouching. Wow. And I've got it down to a fine art now. What's really great... And again, I don't want to, I'm not sounding like I'm bragging, but I'm very competent in hair and photography. And they're 50 50. Mm. And to be honest, I make more money out of photography than hair. That's brilliant. I've just come out a week before um, the show um, because I'm shooting Tori Amos's album cover. 
And we went, we went on, we went on the location scout. Just to look at the locations, and we've got some amazing locations. So are you telling the hairdresser, hold my camera for me? We'll see what happens. It's quite funny because my hairdressing head and my photography head are quite similar, but they're different head spaces, but it uses the same creativity. But you've got to know your skills in order to to produce the goodies. Does that make sense? 100%. And, and, and what, what for me, all, all I've done is worked really hard throughout my career to, to turn my weaknesses into strengths. And, and you know, again, I'm no special from no one out there. All I've done is worked really, really hard and I know where I'm going and I've had great teachers along the way. And again, I always try, if I'm entering the awards or I'm doing a show, I'm doing anything I'm doing, I always try and push the boundaries and That's always it. try and learn from things I've done before and say, okay, what did I do wrong that time? What, what can I make better next time? Like I look at my collection from last year and I think, you know what, Des, that's a great collection, but you've got to top it next? for next year. And that's you've it. got to reinvent yourself and you've got to just push the boundaries. I love this. Dude, so I am so excited to have you here. And, and this you. is kind of just like a wet the whistle. What I definitely want to do is, is I definitely want to get your information because I think, I, think, I think we want to do like a, 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 a broader who is Desmond, what, what awesome. drives him later awesome. um, to do another podcast. Lovely. That would um, be great. I'll and be on the happy. next podcast, too, I want to hear about his wrestling match with him and Kevin Lutchman. <laughs> right. uh, oh, kind of on stage. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Hey, hey but, uh, but, but, but Kevin's kind of beef now. You don't want to wrestle oh, him no, now. I've seen him. I've seen him. He's been... <laughs> got muscles <laughs> well we weren't wrestling we were having a bit of fun on today a bit of banter a bit of fun and what's really great again that show that we've done <laughs> i know i'll go on and on, on. No, 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 no. but um that show it was really fun collaborating with other guys uh -huh. especially i mean those guys are like gods in 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 the barbering world and i i consider myself i do barbering or i do i do men's hair but i wouldn't say i'm a barber but I look at it from a hairdressing point of view, which is a totally different perspective. Yeah. And to be in their world with them, it's, it's you know, <laughs> holding your own. It's, like, it's, it's pretty hard, but it's, we had a lot of fun, yes. Awesome. Once again, how can uh, our listeners uh, find you? So I am Des I'm on Instagram, which is um, at Desmond Murray, um, and that's my hair Instagram. And then my photography Instagram is at Desmond Murray Photography. All right, so yeah. they can reach, our listeners can reach out to them as it. Yes, and absolutely. Have, have you be their role model because you awesome. are definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, do you know, that, that's kind of, you know, that for me, that's that's really important that I give back to the industry. So if anyone wants to reach out to me, ask me any questions, feel free. Boom. Beautiful. That's awesome. Mr. Desmond Murray, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day. Thank you, guys. It's an honor. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> Yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.